You're listening to episode 16 of the Brain BS Podcast. We are not in high school anymore, ladies. Welcome to the Brain BS Podcast, where you will learn how to recognize when the BS detector in your brain is sounding off and how to use that knowledge to get what you want out of life. Now, here is your host, certified life coach from the Life Coach School and podcast newbie extraordinaire, Maureen Kafkas from MK Coach LLC. Hello, welcome back to the Brain BS Podcast. It's Thursday afternoon, one of my favorite days. Every Thursday evening, I meet with the Brain BS community, which is a group coaching program I have. And it's one of my favorite hours of the week. We do that every Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Time. So I'm looking forward to that. It's supposed to be cloudy, but the sun's out right now, which is kind of making me a little annoyed that I canceled my photo shoot today because I didn't think the weather would be good enough. But that's okay, because now I can record my podcast during that time instead. The whole idea of a photo shoot made me a little nervous, truth be told. I didn't even have one at my wedding. It was a relative that did it for us. Getting all the outfits together, figuring out the logistics, where we're going to take them. It was a little out of my comfort zone, but I'll rally when it's time. When I think about the brain BS that's going on with me this week, I'm going to have to say that it's related to the Johnson & Johnson vaccine that I got last week. I'm sure unless you've been in a cave or under a rock somewhere, you know that they have um, put a hold on giving that vaccine for right now. Many people think that it's an overreaction and it's not necessary given the millions of people that were fine and a small amount of people who had a reaction. But as somebody who just got it last week in a woman, I am definitely aware and managing my mind so that I don't bring anything to myself with my stress and worry about what the vaccine has done. I mean, let's face it, we really don't know much about these vaccines or how they're going to impact us long term either or any of them, the Moderna, the Pfizer, the Johnson and Johnson. So it's sort of like a leap of faith. And as I talked about in another episode, I came to a place of peace and resolution that I was going to get the vaccine. I'm still glad I got it. I had a sore arm for a couple days. And that's about it, really. I didn't have anything else after that. I didn't really get tired or achy or any of the symptoms that some of the people get. So Hopefully, I'll be fine, and hopefully the majority of Americans will be. My heart goes out to those that are not. A few people have died, so it's, uh, yeah, it's really a terrible thing, especially when you see that it's happening. Well, I was going to say it's worse because it's happening to younger people, but you know what? I love old people, and I'd like to be one someday, so (laughs) I'm going to retract that statement. And then I have another little bit of brain BS to share that I realized when I was in the grocery store yesterday. And those of you that follow me in my Facebook group will know what I'm talking about. I was in the line. I was thinking about this photo shoot that didn't even happen today and about the clothes I have to wear and that I don't have all my clothes here. Some of them are at the other house and it's going to be a little cooler. And I was like, oh, it's just... You know, I just had that like really vague sense of not good enough, just isn't going to measure up. And I just am not going to look as good as I would like. And then I started thinking about 
other coaches because some of them are like drop dead gorgeous. And I'm like, well, I'm probably not going to be as pretty as they are. I don't really take that great a picture. And here I am in the freaking grocery store line thinking this crap. (laughs) And if you look at the law of attraction and that you get what you put out there, I'm sitting there by myself, pretty much putting myself down, accusing myself of not being good enough. And I'm not even aware I'm doing it because it's so subtle. It's not like, you know, when you feel really gross and fat and you just feel like you really went overboard and you ate like a big cake or something. It was none of that. It was so subtle. I didn't even realize I was doing it. And then boom, all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, this is not the way I want to be thinking. This is not going to inspire me to do the things that I want to do today to feel good or to be excited about the photo shoot. So once I became aware I was able to change the way I was thinking, quite honestly, and it literally changed the way I felt, and I uh, was fine. But that's what you have to do, people. You have to be on to those brains and the brain, brain BS and the way it all comes around. It's related to everything. It's a common thread. And even though I've been doing this work all this time, and I say all the time in my podcast episodes and everywhere in my blog and in all my coaching, that circumstance can't cause us to feel anything, only the way we think about it can. I literally thought my not looking good enough in a photo shoot would be a circumstance (laughs) and not a thought. So it's kind of crazy. This is some pervasive stuff, people. You got to start paying attention. Well, I'm excited about this week's episode, so let's get to it. I'm calling it We Are Not in High School Anymore, Ladies, and I love this title because it is so crazy how we finished high school so long ago, but we still carry the energy of it with us. Yep, we do. And I thought about this in last week's episode because I related boredom to not being popular enough, and that's what inspired me to do this episode. The whole idea of why is it so important to us to be popular and how we carry what happened to us in high school throughout our entire lives. And then I make the case for why we shouldn't be doing that and we should leave high school in high school and get ready to move forward with a different mindset. Okay, let's address why it matters so much to us being popular because it kind of goes back to a lot of theme where there's a tribe mentality and there's like a bunch of cavemen hanging around. So we're going to go like back to the day where every group member relied on the other one for their actual physical survival. I mean, they counted on each other for safety, for food, for any kind of interactions that they had and just literally to stay alive. So this connection with the other members and a desire to protect one another is evolutionary. It's in our DNA. Tribe mentality was a real thing, and it was absolutely essential at one point. In contrast, while the emotional turmoil of high school might feel like it's life and death to a teenage brain, it is not. We desperately want to be accepted by the other group members so we can feel good about ourselves. We learn at a fairly early age in high school where we think we fit in, and then we label ourselves accordingly. Whether we were like the popular cheerleader that everybody loved or the nerdy outlier who never felt like he fit in or she fit in, we tend to keep those labels with us as we get older 
and move on from school. Like I still remember different things in high school and where I fit in, how I made friends. And I carry that with me today. I think of myself as being pretty social. I always wanted to try to be popular. I never really measured up to being as popular as I wanted because, of course, is that even possible? (laughs) And do people who are popular, like really popular, know they're popular? And what is popular? Yeah, there's a lot of interesting things because it's all thoughts. Popular is a thought. One person could think someone's popular, another person could think they're not. It's just all the way you're thinking. So we go we go through high school, we get our labels, we carry on with our lives. You get together with people, you meet them, you talk in and they're like, yeah, I always had a problem making friends. Never quite, you know, was able to do that. I didn't go out with people in high school. I was pretty much a loner. And then they continue to be that way for the rest of their lives because they don't even think it's optional. They think it's factual and circumstantial that they have trouble making friends. They don't even realize that it could be different. They just accept it because, well, that's how they were in high school. I find this so interesting and fascinating. And also another reason why I do is because I think I've mentioned it before in the podcast, but the book by Joe Dispenza, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, This is like such a perfect example of how this happens. So your whole life, you act a certain way, you have certain behaviors, certain things trigger reactions in you. And in a social setting, when you have this high school energy in your body, it's like in your body, it's in your DNA now, it's like wired into the body. So you might not even have a conscious thought, and a situation could happen, and you'll literally feel in your body the whatever it is, the social anxiety, the not being good enough, the I'm alone or I'm uncomfortable, the need to get away from people. And you might not even understand why you're having it. And that's what the whole breaking the habit of being yourself is, is becoming more aware of how your mind goes into your body and then your body's in your mind and separating it so that you can quiet down your brain and you can kind of rewire And you can make some, you know, really necessary changes that you want to make. It's really pretty much going from automatic mode to living a deliberate life. And you can do it like one thing at a time. He has a meditation that goes with it. You have to buy that separately, but I highly recommend it. Okay, so let's get back to our high school energy. So once we get out of high school, we move on, we live our lives and stuff, and we're young adults and... We're just having fun, enjoying ourselves, not really paying that much attention to who we were in high school. It's just sort of embedded in our DNA and our subconscious. It's just like, you know, kind of automatic. The time that it usually starts to come out again, and you become aware of this whole high school energy is when Susie and Sally, your daughters, are having trouble getting along with the other girls at school. And all of a sudden, you have this familiar feeling that you had back in the day when you were the one in high school. And you think that you're actually feeling bad for Susie and Sally, and you just have such a hard time seeing them suffering and kids being so mean to them. But you're actually reliving high school too. And you're actually feeling it in your body like you did back in the day when it was actually happening. Yep, the truth is, you're just experiencing your own emotions and you're projecting them onto your children. It's okay, don't worry. Our parents did it to us too. (laughs) It's part of life when you have a brain. 
So when I say that, and I talk about your high school experience and being triggered when your daughters start to have problems or your son's in high school, have you ever paid attention to how it feels um, when your daughter has her friends over from school and they're raiding your refrigerator like the crazy high-strung teenage girls that they are? Because you're probably going to have a different reaction to that if you were popular in school. You might think, oh my gosh, this is so much fun and they're being so silly and you just love having them all over at your house. But if you weren't, it might stir up a lot of buried emotions and memories of your own past that cause you to feel anxious when you're in a group of girls. Or say, what about your kid does or does not get invited to prom? You can be sure your brain is going to react to that one too. If you went to prom, you're going to have all kinds of feelings about the fact that they didn't get invited to prom. If they do get invited to prom, you're going to remember how you didn't get invited to prom. So there's, it's always tied in until we make a conscious effort to separate it. Now listen, most people go their entire lives without even being aware of this. So consider yourself a well-informed because this is really valuable information to have, especially if you have kids that are in high school. It all makes sense when you think about it, because as humans, we always look to the past to see what we're capable of creating. That's where we find our evidence. I guess it makes sense that it would also include whether you can make friends or not or be popular. And then added to that, the expectations that society has of women, and we're kind of screwed up from the get-go. That's my segue into making my last point of why we should be leaving high school behind and go for authenticity over popularity any day. So historically, women in general are supposed to be selfless, agreeable, people-pleasing, and loving. We're supposed to overlook all our own needs and desires for the benefit of our family. The guys got to go do their thing and figure out how to provide for us ladies, and we were supposed to make sure we looked good and reproduced. We also had to take care of our husbands and children's emotional needs and not even consider our own. Um, Really? Thanks? But no thanks? I mean, what the heck? It's no wonder so many of us lose ourselves in the role of mom or wife and start to believe that peace of mind and self-love is only a fantasy. How can we possibly enjoy peace of anything when everything we do is for the approval of everybody around us? I mean, talk about laying down a solid foundation for resentment. Not to mention, it does not matter what we do because they get to think what they want anyways, right? We could we could figure out the best way to handle a family member, best way to respond to a situation, and it doesn't even matter because there is no best way because it all depends on what the person's thinking. That's why it's so exhausting to try to make so many people so happy. It's impossible. And I can offer you a simple solution, and that is... Go for authenticity over popularity and start having your own back for a change. Quit making everybody else the priority. So what's going on in your brain now as I say that? Fear, discomfort, guilt. That's okay because that's all just brain BS. It's not your fault. It's the way you were raised. But you know the old saying, when we know better, we do better. Well, now you know better. So it is time to make some changes, ladies. If you could change anything about your life, where would you start? Just one thing that you do regularly that you hate doing and you only do it to keep somebody else happy and because you think it's your job to do it. So for me, my transformation started with the laundry. Now, I know that might sound like it's kind of silly, but stick with me because I have a really good point to make here. For years in our marriage, I was the one who did the laundry. 
And my, I would never let my husband get his hands on my nice clothes, especially ones that had any special instructions. So it's a kind of a no-brainer that I was the one doing the laundry uh, because he might ruin them. But that being said, I also kind of started to resent the fact that I had to do the laundry. Every time I would go to gather it, I'd always wish I was finished already. I kind of got a, a, like a trapped feeling and this rushed feeling and this sense of urgency and just this like, oh my God, I wish I was doing anything else but this. I should be do, doing something important. I should be doing something better than this and just really getting caught up in it and then thinking about how annoying it is and how much I don't like it. It didn't even occur to me that I could stop doing it or suggest to my husband that he start putting his clothes away because it turns out that that's the most annoying part for me, the way his dresser is and the way his closet is. And trying to shove the clothes in there kind of made me a little crazy. So I decided to just have him do it. And I told him and he's like, fine. And he started doing it. And that was the end of it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I put that off because I felt guilty because I worked at home and it wasn't a real job because I'm starting a new business and he is going to the office and he's the breadwinner and I should be doing that. Well, that's like brain BS. That That is like so ridiculous. And that was just like the beginning of me looking at a lot of different things and how I could be doing things differently. If I approached it with an open mind and thinking of a problem and looking at a solution for it instead of how annoying it is and how I wish it wasn't there. So tell me, ladies, what's something that you're doing every day that you wish you didn't have to do anymore? How can you start your transformation? What is it that you are like so grudgingly doing that you're dying to stop, but you're afraid of how your families can react? Maybe you want to cut back on babysitting your grandchildren one day to free up some time for yourself. Or are deciding you're spending too much time away from home with your aging parents and perhaps ask a sibling to help out more? Or do you want to do something small but significant like I did with the laundry? There's no right or wrong way to initiate this. You get to do it however you want. But the important thing is to start being more authentic and stop the phony people pleasing. It's not getting you anywhere and it's not the energy that you want to create. So quit being worried about being popular and start taking care of yourself and having your own back. Create a new tribe, a different kind of mentality. Be a role model for your daughters, for your sons. Show them what it's like to have a mother or a loved one or a wife that takes care of herself and how much better she can take care of her family when she does that. So in conclusion, we're not in high school anymore, ladies. In case you didn't get the memo, it's over. Let it go. It doesn't have to define you anymore. You get to be whoever you want for the rest of your life. So don't be a people pleaser. Don't worry about being popular. Live an authentic life and enjoy yourself. You deserve it. Have a great week. See you next episode. If you like what you heard here today, please subscribe to the Brain BS Podcast and give me a quick review of five and share the link with anybody and everybody. If you're interested in coaching, www.thebrainbs.com where you'll find both individual and group coaching options available. You can also sign up for an awesome freebie I have by going to the website and giving me your name and your email address and then you'll be on my newsletter as well. Lastly, I want to invite you to join the Brain BS group and remember, the only thing standing between you and the